Guys, I was just sitting here uh, eating some butter pecan ice cream. I'm wondering uh, what your favorite flavors of ice cream are. Um, I I like butter pecan. I think it's underrated. Um, But I think my all-time favorite got to be that classic mint chocolate chip. I don't really like mint in a lot of things. I don't really like it in savory dishes or um, or in other uh, desserts, for that matter. I don't like mint chocolate, for instance. But I do really like uh, mint ice cream. In fact, if I could buy it, I'd probably buy it without uh, without the chocolate chips and just eat the mint ice cream. So, uh, yeah, let me know what your favorite uh, flavors of ice cream are. Hey everybody, welcome to YKS. That's the energy we love to start the show with. That guy sounds like he's got a bunch of bodies buried somewhere or something. Well, he sounds exactly like us. So Yeah, he does. I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> sounds exactly like us. The same enthusiasm, same topic, same material. Uh, same amount That's of cool. one idea stretched out over a very long period of time. Iced cream. Iced cream. I love to have some iced cream. My, my papa would take me down to the shop, the phosphate shop, and we'd have him, uh, we'd have, he'd say, hey, fella, how about an iced cream uh, sundae or possibly one of those bananas and make it split style. He would say that. Bob would say that. And that was actually the first time anyone had ever had a banana split style now known as a banana split affectionately. And he said, banana, I'll get banana split style. And my, my pop had to get up there behind the counter. He showed him how it was done. He put put the two bananas and split them up. And he says, you're not ready for that, but your kids will be. That is my dad said that from the movies. I like, uh, I had some Talenti, uh, gelato. Okay. Let me hear about it. Talenti, are you listening? Send us free shit. Get off your fucking duffs and do something. Don't send us free shit. It was so good. I ate basically all of it. it was <laughs> so good. It was the cherry one or whatever it was. You had that? Yeah. I, I remember one time having a a, a a little container of Talenti. I gotta say, I'm a sucker for containers. If the container is the right shape and it's looks the nice right way, it's a nice container too. You could reuse the container. I don't know what for. Or what didn't you do, do it either. Could, what? Put your sugar smelly coins in it or something you could put smelly coins in it i was thinking stuff around the kitchen but you yeah if you had some coins i just immediately went to like something nasty coins yeah um i i remember one time i think i had one of their pistachio flavors green a green pistachio flavor and i don't know why because i don't really like pistachio all that much but i had it and i was like ah not really for me and it was also six dollars so i was like i don't so you said i don't like this product i'm going to purchase it and not like it and it's also expensive. That's the type of shit I used to be doing at That's the store. Good. I would be getting stuff that wasn't good for me that I didn't like and was too expensive. <laughs> because sometimes you just absolutely go wild at the store. Yeah. And we loved going to the store. 
I, I do. I took my kid and his little friend, has a little friend over. Yeah. Took him to the store. I was like, I got to get some, because we've been planning this uh, thing for a while where this kid would come over to the house or, you know. Right. Now, this is currently going on as we speak upstairs. My kids have kids <laughs> over as well. There's yeah. A big play date going on upstairs right now. So we went to the, the, the Dave and David Buster. Yes. But we also, I was like, I got to get some stuff for these kids. How'd you do at David Buster's, by the way? How did I do? How'd you do? I bought them two, I bought both of them two $50 cards. Oh my God. Cause you know, I don't want to fucking refill no, the goddamn thing yeah, and yeah. they could reuse it if they yeah. keep it. They're not going to keep it. They'll you don't want to look cheap. Immediately. I didn't want to look cheap, you know, but we also got dinner also. I mean, this is, it was a whole day. It's like 40 racks up in David Buster's, <laughs> dude. But my kid fucking like lost his card immediately. Sure. Left it in the machine and just walked away. And that has Bird the tickets brain. on it too, right? Yeah. So he didn't get any of the payoff. But he went back and asked this little girl, he's like, did you take my fucking thing? Which I would never have done. No. My you, kid's got more chutzpah than I do. Absolutely. My kid was like, did you take my fucking thing? Yeah. And she was like, yes, I did. Here it is. Whoa. Got it back. Well, you just pick got a random kid in the whole play? I don't understand. How, how did he know it was this kid? <clears throat> There's a kid sitting right beside the... Did he thing. profile this kid? Or whatever. It's kind of a scumbag, kind of a junky looking kid <laughs> down on her luck. But I, I went to Kroger, you know, and I took this kid with me. I don't know this kid, but my kid was like, uh, I'm buying, you know, I got the waters and stuff and snacks for them to sure. to eat on. And, and I'm like, we're going to go to the house for a little while, but you know, you might want a little nosh before we go to the David Buster. Right. So we, I got some snacks and water and stuff. My kid's like, my dad always buys everything. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'm trying to take care of you. <laughs> So he was like trying so, to roast you to his friends? Yeah. So I do like the same thing where I'll go in and I'll overcompensate and try to get right. a ton of different things because you never know what, you know, I want to make people happy. You've got you a scarcity mindset. Yeah, I really do. You would rather you have too much than too little. You know what it is? It's from being, it's from years of being fucking broke poor and I'm right. still broke right. right now, but like right. I'm fucking, money is fucking huge for me because I have never had it. And I still don't have it, but I got... Partially due to. <laughs> yeah, but I just, uh, I do that. I just fucking, you know, yeah. stock up and, right. and say like, so I got like, you know, paper towels and stuff and sure and all this shit. I'm the, I'm, I'm a very similar way. I, I would rather have, you know, uh, my kid, uh, my oldest kid is a picky eater. So it comes to packing her lunch and I'm like, because my little kid will eat school lunch, which is great yeah. for me. Um, I feel like she's getting a, like a better variety of stuff than she would if I'm packing her lunch, like fucking goldfish crackers and shit, you know? Your other guy doesn't uh, eat the school lunch? No, or? she won't eat the school lunch at all. Wow. And uh, so I'm packing her whatever I can get her to eat, basically. One of the things I've gotten her to eat is like a kid's protein bar. Mm. And if I hear from five nutritionists in the inbox that this is <laughs> yeah. not actually, I don't want to yeah. hear it. She's eight. <laughs> I'm trying to get her to try new stuff at dinner every night. So I'm trying to get some some kind of caloric value in her uh yeah in her lunchbox. One of the things she likes is these little I guess I guess they're like uh, it's some it's some brand, I don't know what the fuck brand, but it's for kids it's specifically. Always a brand. It's always a brand. The store doesn't have them anymore or didn't the last time. So I just I was like fuck it, I just went online and ordered like a case of the these yeah. bars. I'm like we're going to have these fucking th- if these are the one of the only things you eat yeah. for lunch, we're going to yeah. have these fucking yeah. bars so you can have them, you know. And they're sitting in the pantry and I don't know if we'll ever run out of them, but she's eating them. So that's I mean that's the way I am too, man. You got to I don't know, it comes that's to your so, kids. 
got you I want I want my kids to have it better than I do, okay? <laughs> I really I really do, but my yeah. kid doesn't give a shit. No. Which is so funny cuz I'm like I bought him like a North Face, you know, jacket and stuff. I'm right. like, "Now you look fucking you look nice. You look fucking nice, yeah. you know? You're not wearing uh, those goddamn rags." Right. Uh, that you always wear. You look like shit, kid. <laughs> no, but he just uh, I was like, yeah, here's a North Face. I got him some Tiro's. I got him some fucking... Isn't that funny? I got him some nice shit, you know? We were so brand focused when we were kids. Yeah. It was a big fucking deal, And he man. doesn't care. He left all this shit at my house. <laughs> and I'm Whatever. Like, I just... I, I really do... Uh, I remember being so excited. And I wasn't broke as a kid, but it was the difference between like having kid shit like Oshkosh Bigosh. Like... I want to go from having like what I thought was baby style stuff to having what I thought was cool style stuff. I don't want stride right. Stride right. I don't know if anyone will even remember what stride right was. That was like a kid's. You don't remember that? No. It was like a kid's brand of shoes. And it was a big deal for me when I would I got the East Bay catalog, and I was like I was looking forward growing into a little young man. I was I was was like I can't wait till I have a size six foot so I can order from East Bay and I can get some uh, Jamal Mashburns or whatever the fuck you know (laughs) like that's the kind of shit I was excited about. And, uh, and I don't think, I guess if they were a little bit older now, they might, they might care, but I guess just elementary middle school or like, I want my Yu-Gi-Oh or whatever. They don't care yeah. about, they don't care about this shit. And they got, they get, they can watch TV. You know, I was watching. He I, doesn't, uh, definitely they just don't care. They don't care. They got iPad. They got iPad. Uh, my favorite ice cream is probably vanilla. <clears throat> I would That's say. That's a boring flavor to have. But it is good though. It's not good. It is good. You get French vanilla is very good. I think vanilla is the superior base for other flavors. Yeah, it's a great base, J.F. Nobody's denying it's a great base. Well, but a lot of times people will do, I want the chocolate, chocolate crunch Can't with chocolatey chocolates in do it. That. That's too much. That's too much. I want the contrast between the vanilla and the yeah. very rich, you know, topping ingredients in there, which is why the banana split, thank God your dad thought of it. Invented it, yeah. That's one of the best fucking things you can eat on earth. Yeah, I love bananas. Also, bananas are so nice. I My was, daddy said, "I'm gonna you're you're gonna need a whole lot more bananas." And then he walked it directly out of the ice cream malt shop and started right. his own banana distribution business. Yes, and that's why I got nanner money <laughs> coming out of my ears. I was reading. It's one of those things I read every now and then. And I never know how true it is. But you, the dictionary. The dictionary. I'm in there and I'm like, really? All these words? Seriously, people are using these? I can barely think of any I of these. I doubt it. Turn the page. <laughs> oh, I don't believe that. Again? <laughs> well, on the second page. Um, but uh, but you hear this You hear this every now and then. For, and I think it's apocryphal. I think there's maybe some truth to it, but I think it's apocryphal as well. People will say, the banana that we have now, the reason that we have this banana is because the original banana style that was so popular. It's, it was all stupid looking. It was stupid. Did you stupid. see that? Did you see what the original corn was? What? what the original? Did the original corn have a shell on it? The original corn was so fucked up looking. Was it really? Yeah. It looks like shit. I'm looking it up right now. Original corn species. Original corn. So the scientists got together and was like, hey, man, these corns look like shit. Maize looks very beautiful, I think. Don't say. I think it. I'm th- that specific I don't style. You can say maize. I think it is. That is where it's like red and stuff. That looks really nice. It looks cool. It looks like these these corns look like a new mechanical keyboard with the different colors. Are in you there. referring to Indian corn? Which I don't know if you can even say Indian corn, but that's I how I know. That's what it. I know. It maize is different. Maize is different. Man, we sound stupid. 
Um, but the original banana is supposedly called the Gross Gross Michael, Big Michael. No, it's not. That's what it's fucking called. No, it's not. Fucking put me up on the Big cross. Mike, Big Mike banana. Big Mike um, banana. That's exactly what it's called. And it was all fucked up and it had a bunch of seeds in it. But apparently it's supposed to taste like the Runt's candy banana. Oh, really? That's the part that I don't think I believe. But that's what everyone says. But it's because it was uh, destroyed by a fungus. And now we've got this type of banana, which pretty much anyone who has had like all these different types of fruits says sucks. It's like not very. It's like it's. It has a very short time frame where you it's good. Yeah. It's too sweet. But I like I like I fucking so like much. it too. But I'm what I'm thinking of is if I like this, if I like this like bullshit like Bush League banana, mm-hmm. like what what are these really good bananas like? What is like the best banana? Look at this big fucking thing. It looks like it has a it looks like it has the uh boba in it. What are you looking at? I'm I looking at banana jeans. Bananajeans.com. I'm looking at bananajeans.com. Bananajeans.com site can't be reached. Okay, well. I'm going to play that dinosaur game, though. I like that. I'm pop that off. That's actually kind of fun, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it would be cool to be one of those guys. So you've not, you've not been to like a tropical location. You've not been to a part of the world where you can have different kinds of fruits. No, but I think I'm very connected to the islands. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Mike. You're always on island time. <laughs> um I went, uh, when we went to uh, San Francisco, I had the very That's nasty... That's island to you. When we went to the beautiful island of San Francisco, <laughs> there were okay. so many things to see. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying, I had the stinky fruit there. Durian. Yeah. Durian fruit. It smells you, like a mouse's asshole. Did you smell it when I was eating it? Yeah. You uh, <clears throat> took a big bite and chewed it up a little bit and yeah. I stuck my nose in your mouth. That's right. And took a big whiff. Yeah. So like durian. I did not care for that. But I'm open to the experience of these other fruits. Yeah. Like if you think about the the paltry amount of fruit. And we ha- and we ha- I guess we have a lot. We're an industrialized nation. We have all this fruit that comes from all over the world. All times a year. You can go to the fucking. I try to explain this to my kid actually. Because she wants to have watermelon. I'm like well it's fucking February. So yeah. the watermelon sucks right now. And she's like why? It's at the store. I was like, because this stupid just, asshole is going by it. You don't know anything about uh, seasons or <laughs> distribution schedule. You don't know it. You don't know anything. Yeah. And I don't either. And I'm the one who's supposed to teach this yeah. stuff. No. I'm lost. Um, but I would love to go to a market where you can have like, this is this is like a 1940s banana. Or this is like a fucking. Oh, yeah. This is like an apple on crack. Well, they yeah. all sucked back in the day. JF, I feel like they probably they've only, they, They've improved the foods now. We have the, what do we have this? celestial crunch cosmic crisp you've had what that. Is that you've had that right it's good i've not had it it's great it'll take it'll take you know, take everything you know about apples okay done shove it up your fucking ass because this not a problem turns it upside down but the what's the hook on that one it stays good longer <clears throat> i think it tastes better i think it's uh there's a more flavor but it also does because it's crossbred right it's okay. crossbred between the what is it it's a it's not the eternal apple. It's something else. Let me look it up. We're so stupid. We don't know enough about fruit. Cosmic crisp apple is crossbred. It's a high. It's a hybrid. Right. I know that. I think <clears throat> they all are. Right. There's not like a purebred apple. It's probably if there is a purebred apple. I think it's the red delicious. Honey crisp 
an enterprise was the one I was thinking of. Enterprise, oh, wow. a- enterprise apple tastes like I guess shit, but it stays fresher longer. And honey okay. crisp tastes great. Honey crisp is great. Goes bad, I guess. So they cross they they crossbred these fucking best things. of both worlds. Johnny Appleseed came along and yeah. did his uh, magic on it, or what have you. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that sucks to be the one thing you're known for. <laughs> he did so much other stuff. He he had a whole life. You ever think about that? Yeah. Like uh. Like, okay, so what are some of the other guys from history? Well, you got Johnny Appleseed. We got Johnny Appleseed. I know that much. You got uh, other history guys. Jack the Ripper is up there for sure. Okay, bad example for what I'm trying to do. <laughs> well, you didn't say good or bad. You know, you I know, I know. History guys, you know. Uh, well, What is the guy who wore the uh, hat that was made out of a raccoon? David Crockett. He had like a whole life. Yeah. I was like, yeah. You were the hat guy. He's the hat guy. Doesn't that suck? I watched a Disney thing on Davy Crockett when I was a kid. I didn't have this memory of being like eight years old. Right. Watching some Disney movie. Davy Crockett. He gets killed in that film. He dies. Yeah. But what do you remember most about him from the movie? I remember him exploding when the Russians came through the... Okay. I think you were watching... The town. And they were like... Okay. There's a price to pay. I think you were watching Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that was good. What we just said. Um, why don't oh, we do... I thought I forgot we were recording. All right. <laughs> so let's do an update on an old Kickstarter. We JF. got a theme here from uh, Pierre. Oh, Pierre sent this theme in. Okay. Um, this is specifically for this segment. We don't have a theme for this segment, and it is a segment. And I think it should have a, like a little bumper on it that we should say this is what we're doing. Okay. You know. And so Pierre sent this in. Thanks, Pierre. Let's listen to it now. Here we go. And here come the funny lyrics. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to scroll to the end and, and it is three minutes long. I'll make sure you didn't had to edited something in there, right? Like a clip of us saying like butthole surfers or something. Just the whole song. Sounds like, huh? Mm-hmm. I noticed that you don't have a theme for update on an old Kickstarter. So I set out to record and produce one. Hopefully you'll use it. Let me know what you think. Okay. I'm going to do the very end. Let's see if there's like a little something to us. Think. Nope. Just this sounds like classic. And it's starting over now. Play it again. I, I wouldn't mind it. hearing it again, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, Pierre. Um, this one is from episode 114. This is Macklemore 2. That is a great uh, fucking episode. One f- have you 14. ever Have you ever come across someone saying, in particular about our show, that this episode was good? Some yeah. people have actually said, this is a good episode. Yeah, I hear that a lot when I'm down at the local mental institution. I'm down there. I hear it a lot when I'm at the barbershop. <laughs> Um, this one is from uh, 114 uh, Macklemore to LA when we talked about it on episode 114 had $2,006 a great year uh, graduated from high school that year and it ended with $2,006 they didn't get any more money uh, the idea for this one was they love Macklemore a lot and they want Macklemore to come to LA that would be the dream I mean right right Macklemore to LA you kidding me I mean I don't know Hollywood Hell of a town. Macklemore coming off the bus. 
Macklemore. When is Macklemore doing any shows? We can kind of look right now. Does he have any shows scheduled? Well, he's got a show scheduled in Pendleton, Oregon with Eric Church. It's uh, July 11th. He's got one August 20th, August 23rd in Gampel, Switzerland. And then he's got the Washington State Fair in Pulleyup, Pulleyup, Washington. Um, that is... I can hit that Switzerland show for sure. Do you think it... Is that because he's not big anymore? Or is it because he's like, I want to do local stuff? Is he, he like, is he not big anymore? I would have told you that he was still famous. Yeah. But based on this, it seems like he's... He's, he's got three shows. He's yeah, doing like the Louis C.K. tour. Where yeah. It's like, ah... Uh, I'll be wherever in Bogota. They'll, wherever they'll have me. <laughs> I will be in Antarctica this week. I uh, hope you buy some tickets. Well, have you been getting those emails from him? Have I been? No. I've been getting the Louis. I've never unsubscribed. I thought you were talking about the Macklemore. <laughs> I never unsubscribed from the Louis C.K. emails. <clears throat> yeah, why would you? Did something happen? I'm I just, just kidding. I want to I want to make sure he's not coming to my house. <laughs> so I need to know. So <laughs> he's doing some dates at Jesse's house, <laughs> Gallatin, Tennessee. He sends some he sends these emails and he's like, uh, well, hey, hello, I'm doing a show again. It's me, Louis yeah. C.K. Uh, hope you come and see my uh, show. Hey, I do comedy. I love to do comedy. I hope you're not thinking of that embarrassing thing that happened. <laughs> With me and the jacking off. Jesus, the... man. Hey, it's me, the jack off guy. Yeah. I know, I know. But hey, listen, I got some dates. I'm still the here. I'm still alive. <laughs> so I have to continue to do this, I guess. Ah, that's so funny. Very weird. Um, anyways, Macklemore to LA didn't... Um, it says that all the backers will be refunded if he doesn't agree to the show. Or in this case, they didn't raise the 150 grand. So they they only raised two thousand and six dollars of the 150 bucks. 2006, great year. I graduated from college that year. Okay, Crowd Music Live was the ones who did this, and I guess the idea would be that they would then go on to pay musicians to come to places. I I, I don't. Th- I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna front. Okay. Oh, I'm not gonna front. He just turned his chair backwards. I'm not gonna say that I know uh, how you get uh, a musician to come to a venue, but I feel like if there's a if there's a fit, they're gonna figure out how to come and make some yeah. money doing it, right? Um, <clears throat> I don't know that crowdfunding them necessarily makes a ton of sense, given the way that concerts are sold nowadays. The secondary market being such a huge part of the experience, right? Because if you could. If you could reliably source tickets before the show had even materialized, yeah, that would represent maybe a different economy than the one where it's like, outside of any event you ever want to go to, there are guys saying, I need tickets, which I guess is secret code for I'm selling tickets. Never really understood the, I don't get, yeah, I don't the get legal either. loophole there, because I'm like, you don't want to go see this. I know that <laughs> you are working. Yeah. Is that is that only because is that purely because if they say I am selling tickets that's scalping and if they say I, I so. am buying yeah. tickets then so. it's not? I think. I don't know how it works. And and then the cops are just like, Oh, is that guy's buying tickets? Yeah. The like, cops are just fooled by like level one <laughs> mysticism. <laughs> hey, are you doing anything wrong? <laughs> no, I'm not. The guy All rolled right. a two and is defeating cops. <laughs> It's so he's got the lanyard. He's got the printed out lanyard that says yeah. I am buying tickets. Like, man, this guy this guy really loves Not he, a scalper. You should t-shirt. just get season tickets at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I see you out here all the time. You you love this team. Oh boy. Well. Anyway, so that didn't work out. Um theme did though, so that's pretty good. 
Sometimes the update on these things is, I mean, they're not all going to be exciting scams. Sometimes they're just stupid-ass ideas. I guess this is not one of the good episodes people will talk about later. Yeah. Remember that one where they talked about bananas the whole time? That wasn't that good. What was that all about? I didn't like Um, that. They seemed tired. Mike told his fucking story about his dad or something. What the fuck? (laughs) People in the comments wondering what the... I thought his dad was dead. (laughs) Mike sounds like he woke up at noon and it's 3.43 and he's trying to power through this so he can uh, go back to sleep. Yeah, that'd be weird. Anyway. Why don't we do the six-pack, Mike? Welcome to the motherfucking six pack. We've got six Kickstarters. We are going to tell you what the deal is with them. Okay? Sit down. Relax. Shut the fuck up. Uh, The first one I've got is called Anchorman the Game. I loved this one so much when I fucking saw it. This made me so happy that this is something that is on this page. Oh, wow. It's an official thing, huh? Well, it says official. I don't know that it is official. What do you mean? It says official on it. I I think maybe they're having a little bit of fun with the word official, Mike. Anchorman, the game, uh, Improper Teleprompter, is an adult party game where you sabotage the other anchors' news stories to try and make them laugh. If they laugh, you score. If they keep a straight face, good luck with that, they score. Whammy! Two-day players, ages 17 and up. So 17-year-olds who love the movie Anchorman that came out, I think, in 2002. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were born. You can definitely play this game and enjoy <laughs> it. Um, this is a board game, uh, which there are so many of now of days. But uh, combining it with a movie that... First of all, when's the last time you saw Anchorman? When is the last time I saw Anchorman? It would be a long time ago. A very long time ago. Right. Probably close to when it came out. Yeah, probably probably for me when it came out on DVD and I watched it six times. Are you a big rewatcher of of films? I not don't, I don't not comedies. Yeah, not comedies. Uh, this month on Jessaware, we've been doing Jesse's movies, and it's hard to think of a comedy that for me is watchable. I think comedy is very much of the time period <clears throat> that it exists in. I was watching something yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was watching a Red Fox uh, comedy show. Okay. And he had Jackie Martling on. Oh, wow. From the Howard Stern show. Sure. But, and his second guest, or sorry, his third <clears throat> third act of the show was uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> he was doing... He's doing the whole thing. Time period sensitive yeah. material. Right. And uh, I was like, God damn. Everybody's just like uh, yucking it up. Rolling in the eyes. They were really rolling in the eyes. It was so wild to see. But One of his famous time, bits about how... I don't even want to well, say... It was, I, I mean, I it was, he was talking about San Francisco. Sure, stuff, so you know was, what's going on. <laughs> Not good on, stuff. Um, yeah, but so... That stuff hit back in the day. It did. But now it's... But I think even, even like not aggressively offensive on purpose comedy is and, and like anchorman for example mm-hmm. anchorman was not edgy yeah they had some it was yeah it was sexual it was bro comedy or whatever it wasn't edgy it was like 
riffing. It was the style of those movies at that time. It was like riffs. We cut the stuff that didn't land. We do uh-huh. all the improv stuff. The best improv stuff makes it in. We just get these guys in a room and let them go crazy on each other. And the funniest jokes are the ones, you know, and it's bad. <laughs> it's bad now. And I loved it. And I don't yeah. know if it's because I was young or if that's because that was what was funny at that time. I don't know. I kind of feel like from those movies, I think the 40 year old version probably holds up better. It's funny that we were, we were, we were talking about happy time murders and the, the writing in that show or yes. the movie. No, some of the jokes just weren't great. No. And it's like, if some of the, jo- the you got to like write, it's hard to write like jokes that will be funny hard. forever. How do you write, how do you write jokes that'll be funny forever? I don't know how you possibly could. Fun- some of the fucking shit I say here is like not funny two seconds after I say Instantly, it. Instantly, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's uh, like, I don't know. It's, it's a hard, it's a hard job. Being it is, it is, yeah, no, it actually is. Look, I, uh, we have fun like making fun of, of shit. I, I do when people, when people are make, making an honest effort at doing something worthwhile, it's okay to be like, come on, that wasn't that good or whatever. It's not okay to be yeah. like, I'm going to bring a gun to your house and shoot you for saying uh, sex panther which yeah. is, of course, or something like this from the movie. We're finally going to get our drinks on. Chicken, chicken, yeah. <laughs> that could be something they did on this too, right? That sucks. What do you remember about that movie? <laughs> that sucks so bad. That was funny at the time. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't really get that movie when it came out. I you didn't, didn't really get that like movie? It. I didn't really like it. I feel like that movie, Superbad, relates more to your adolescence than mine. Don't no, well, maybe, but maybe it's because I don't have any friends, so I couldn't relate to that okay. part of trying to go to a you party. You had a bunch or, of dirtbag friends. Whatever. Bunch of fucking scumbag piece of shit friends. You've met my friends. They're nice. Losers. <laughs> Anchor man, you play as your favorite anchor. Yeah. You grab a news story, missing some words. You complete it with your magnetic words and phrases like uh, Mad Lib. Fridge, uh, fridge, fridge Mad Libs. Finally, a fun version of Mad Lib. <clears throat> that shit was so funny when I was a kid. I was in fifth grade. Yeah. And we had these Mad Libs that we would pass around. Mm-hmm. All us fellas, you know? Oh, boy. Did they get a little ranchy? No gals allowed to look at it. It was just too fucking hard for them. <laughs> <clears throat> but it was like uh, stuff like uh, I woke up one Saturday morning and my blank was missing. I mean, I'm going right to Prick. it. Prick. Uh, okay. You would say dog, maybe. I would have. I was thinking room. Your room was missing. That's what I was thinking. Wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> like what the hell? <laughs> thought this, I thought anyway, I was in it. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Just innocently. <laughs> My shoe was missing. What kind of a world is that? Where my shoe just—I got one shoe now. Okay. Uh, um, but we got it taken away by the teachers because no. we were laughing about it so bad, and it was like you know filled with just disgusting, raunchy shit. Just penis over and over again. Though. That's all. It's just the word. And they penis. were like, "Who who did this?" And we were like, "We have no idea who did it or whatever." Greatest yeah. deception in history. You should have said, uh, "Well, by, by the looks of it, I would assume you know Paul uh, Rudd, Will yeah. Ferrell." <laughs> David Keckner. Who wrote this? Why? Do you think it's good? <laughs> do, you, do you like it? <laughs> it's pretty fucking good. Uh, I'm going to play this video. It's really good. There was a time, a time before video games, when party games reigned supreme. It's shot very well. Laughter and connection over television, tablets, and so-called smartphones. And on Kickstarter, one party game was more party than the rest. 
Its name was Anchorman the Game. Improper teleprompter. It's a game where you sabotage news stories that other players... Now they zoom in here on this as they're doing this, and I'll, I'll read the card they zoom in on. If you Do you remember from the... It's crucial that you remember from the film that the teleprompter gag happened a few times in it, that Ron Burgundy will read whatever is on the teleprompter. Yeah, the gag of it, he's, he's, he just sees a machine, he'll read whatever's on the teleprompter, right. and they sabotage him by... Go fuck yourself, Go fuck San yourself, Diego. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's blockbuster season, which means another super blank. Uh, <laughs> and they wrote in here, confusing penis. So, Another super confusing penis movie will be blank onto da- the big screen. And dancing. They put dancing. Yeah. This time, the blank are back to battle evil as they take on Dr. <sighs> blank. So they put, uh, this time, the under- underprivileged kitty cats. Oh, Jesus Christ. Our back to battle evil as they take on Dr. Life Goal in a film we're giving two plural nouns up. Yeah. And what do they put on there? Chicken titties. Chicken titties. <laughs> Very funny. Very good. Try to read with a straight face. If they laugh, you win. A game so fun that makes other party games look like extra small underpants. With art so fine, it could make a chubby baby purr. In other words, Anchorman the Game is the whale's vagina you've been protesting for. Channel 4 News. With Toy of the Year nominated game creators Barry and Jason present Anchorman the Game Improper Teleprompter. Play as eight different characters, including Ron Burgundy and Veronica Corningstone. Champ Kind on Sports. Brick Tamland with the weather. Our man on the street, Brian Fantana. Even Wes Mantooth and Frank Vichard are here. And introducing Dorothy Mantooth. Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. I'm just using the names from the, the movie. Yeah, that's the movie. <clears throat> Win magnetic score token. But they're going to get sued, though. Panther, right? Camp and Scotch. Includes 120 news stories for you to sabotage. With 600 magnetic words and phrases to do your dirty work and ruin your opponent's careers. And here's 25 whammy cards, fun bites of story that mix up the gameplay. Tonight's game features the Sex Panther mechanical timer. 60% of the time, it works every time. That's from the movie. Coming to you live on Kickstarter, it's Anchorman the Game. Improper teleprompter. Five years ago, with your help, we created our very first game here on Kickstarter, Game Night in a Can. And the reason we're back on Kickstarter is because we are making a party game for one of the most beloved comedies of all time, Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. By involving you in the process, you can help us manufacture it, we can share some of the design elements, and we all get to benefit from some of the stretch goals and exclusives you can only find here on Kickstarter. All of which have been designed by the magicians over at Matson Creative, you're wow. going to love this art. It's delicious. You're going to put it on your refrigerator. Mm, lick it right off. <laughs> if things go well. <laughs> we need your help because we are still just a three-person company making games somewhat out of my garage, actually. And uh, Not only somewhat, exactly <laughs> out of his garage. <laughs> uh, and your support means the world to us. This is, this is to you and to us. 
Yes. All of us together. All of us together. That's the spirit of Kickstarter. You stay classy, San Diego. Thanks for stopping by. In other words, Anchorman the Game is the prescription barbecue sauce you've been meowing for. In other words, Anchorman the Game is the horse erection you've been medicating for. In other words, Anchorman the Game is the drunk toddler you've been barfing for. In other words, Anchorman the Game is the late night fart fest you've been undressing for. Well, you know, I think that's an interesting way to go with it. Pretty good. I think I would be very, I'll say this. I would be very good at not laughing at the yeah. stories. Yeah. I think I can hold it together. I believe I would win this game. <clears throat> I think I would do a great job at winning the game. Until they said drunk toddler and yeah. then it, it all bets are off. And then I am, I'm on the floor. Yeah. You know, I'm guffawing. I've right. never guffawed. Not, yeah. I, we played, uh, we, we have you been. Made me, you made me guffaw. <laughs> um, we did play a game this weekend with the family. We did a game of sorry. Um, yeah. And immediately, uh, my littlest one was crying. Yeah. Um, and my oldest one won. And uh, at a certain point, my wife was just flipping over the cards for everyone. Just saying, okay, you do this, you do this, you do this, yeah. you do this, you do this. Just trying to get through the game. <laughs> um, and then uh, they saw that we had uh, we had out the literary lo- book lover's Scrabble. My wife likes the book lover's Scrabble version. So they, so they were like, oh, can we please stay up and play? And I said, no, you got to go to bed. So they made me promise I would play book lover's Scrabble with them this morning. So this morning we get it out and we're playing book lover's Scrabble. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, my six-year-old can read like basic words, but she doesn't know a lot about literature. Is she teaching you? Or she's she's trying. I'm not a very good student. <laughs> she's trying her best. You know. So then, by that point, Scrabble has devolves into like now I'm making words for them and myself. Yeah. Then you're just doing all the. They're just, just basically flipping blocks around and stuff. It's basically <laughs> all they're doing. Yeah. And they're so proud, though. I really do like it. They're really proud. They say, "Look, we can put rag here." Like that's yeah. fucking six points. <laughs> the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, but I don't know. Rag time. You don't have anything. You can't stretch it out. Or... <laughs> you have to build. <laughs> um, so that's Anchorman. I, I, this game. Uh, I think more than any other, this game to me embodies an actual game that you might legitimately be forced into playing somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a game that you Huge could property. You you really could show up somewhere. And this game is there. Unless they get sued. <laughs> Unless they get sued for IP theft, yeah. Or maybe it's parody. Um, a lot of people are very excited about this game. All of the um, all of the comments are uh, people who are very excited. There is one from Teresa who says, Whammy! We backed your Stay Classy San Diego pledge level. Now be classy and back our campaign. Facing off, can you sketch what you can't see? If I were to give you some money out of my wallet, would that ease the pain? By the beard of Zeus, if you do, we'll grow a delightful black beard and upgrade our pledge level. Oh, it's kind of like a what, like a pyramid scheme on Kickstarter. What is that? I don't know. <clears throat> Sounds like just a bunch of very weird inside jokes from the movie or something. I like the little cat timer, the little panther. I think that's cute. I think what bums me out about this is actually how well it's done. 
Yeah. The board game. This is what, their third game they said? Yeah, they seem to know what they're doing. The art is done very, very well. <laughs> the Like you said, the mechanics of it look like they might actually be, you know, the physical pieces might actually. Could convince any normal dullard that this is this is legit, like a legit fucking. And I guess they're pending approval for their uh, licensing or whatever, but. Oh, wow. Look at this. Did you see this on the, on the FAQs? What? It's the only FAQ. Do you really have the license to Anchorman the Legend of Ron Burgundy? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. That's cool, huh? We've worked closely with Viacom Paramount to bring this game to life, and we are so excited that it's turned out the way it did. It's honestly a dream come true. Now, if we could just make the aforementioned clue... Uh, a thing that would be just the they mentioned the, yeah, they, they earlier mentioned they said something stupid. about baloney though so that? they do have the licensing that is right? very fucking or they're still pending that's and, surprising <clears throat> but then the art should be better you would think right or they would have they should have official, more yeah. uh, official right it's like writing the line of not being good enough and, very good for an independent project yeah, yeah. but maybe not if this enough. were actually coming from Paramount Pictures you'd be like well that's kind of yeah why don't they have like Will Ferrell's likeness or something that's what I would why not? Maybe you can't. I don't know. That's going to sell the game. It's going to what? Be, it's going to be on the shelves at Target and it's for twenty two ninety nine. For a fucking movie that's fucking ten twenty years old, it really it's, legitimately is. I don't know. That's very strange to me. But uh, hell, I don't know. Uh, Thirteen. What? Uh, how much money? Oh shit! Does it really have that much money? Did I say that wrong? Oh my god! How much you got? Lay it on me. Well, when I wrote this down, I had $9,400. bucks. Now it's got $13,354 of $35,000. 272 backers, 25 days. Gravy train, biscuit wheels. Is that from the movie? I don't know. Possibly. It kind of reminds me of this part of it, though. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once. Shame on... Shame on you. It fooled me. We can't get fooled again. Yeah. Reminds me of that part of the movie. The basic basic gist of it is that nobody's going to be fooling anybody. Yeah. Look, you get it. Fooling's going to come to a, a stop. Wasn't that cool back when our president, you know, you could laugh at him? Oh, he's so silly. <laughs> God damn it. Who knew? Bad world. You know? Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? And ah, who knew? Yes, is the next product. Who knew this? The coffee cup that fits in your pocket, JF. Wonderful. <clears throat> it's a beautifully designed reusable cup that folds down small enough to fit in any pocket or bag. It's a collapsible coffee cup. Okay. So let's watch the video on it, huh? Okay. Love this. It's nice. Yeah. So basically, you just wanted to hear the song. Well, they don't talk until like 30 seconds in. Mumford and Sons. Why not just take your own cup? With so many reusable options, it seems so simple just to carry your own coffee cup. But with every cup we tried, we ran into the same problem. Reusable cups just aren't that convenient, which means that when you do need one, it's never with you. Every morning we wake up, put our wallet, phone, keys in our pocket. So we thought, why not your coffee cup? And so, who knew was born? Big enough to fit any standard barista-sized drink. 
it folds down to less than 2 centimeters. That's about the size of a small wallet. The removable heat band doubles as a plug for the drinking hole, making it leak proof in any pocket or bag, and it's made from high quality silicone and bamboo, making the cup BPA free and fully non-toxic. We designed the Hunyu cup to fit into your life completely seamlessly. Um, it's a collapsible cup. I think this is good. You think it's good? I think this is actually good. I think that we talked about this when we started writing this, and I think that I think you rem- I remember you saying that it was good. But yes. I think it's bad, Jay. What do you think is bad about this? I'm curious. <clears throat> Not from like a first uh, of all. Do you need some fucking water? Can I, I shove some I water do. down your throat? Water. Yeah. People are gonna say, "What's wrong with Mike's throat?" I don't know. I'm not a throat guy. I'm nervous. I don't talk a lot. And when I start talking, I get nervous. I fidget with my hands. You yeah. Know? If only there was a product for you. <sighs> anyway, I didn't think this was great because... Uh, <clears throat> I can't wait to hear why because I think this is a good product. You think it's a good product? I think this is a good product. From a usefulness standpoint, are yeah. you out there with your coffee cup? No, oh, I'm not drinking coffee, so I don't know. So already it's not useful to you. Yeah, but some people drink coffee. Some people are having sex. That doesn't mean I think they should stop fucking making condoms. Hopefully they're not doing it at the same time. Look out. Oh, I think I spilled my yikes. Oh, hey, McDonald's, I got another lawsuit for you. Oh, boy, it's on my huevos. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, so, okay. Um... You try not to you try not to do these things like, oh, this isn't useful to me, this doesn't pertain to me, so I don't like it. You try not to do that in this show, JF. Okay, I didn't know that that was what we were trying and, to do. But I uh, I couldn't help saying, you know, I don't think this is useful, to, as, as useful as it proclaims to be. Okay? okay. A collapsible coffee cup. And my thing was like, oh my God, it's going to spill everywhere. But they thought of that they with thought the, of that. The, the plug hole. We invented the plug hole. They invented the plug hole. In the cap, there is a small sipping hole, and the band that protects uh, your hand from the warmth of the cup right. has a little section that plugs it in. That's I nice. don't think any of these goddamn yahoos out there is going to figure that out. I think the people who... I think that this is for, like, rich people. Uh-huh. Um, which is also another ding against it, but, like, I think... Ouch! You know, your fucking uh, uh, John Q. Public is not going to be handling this fucking thing and wrapping the strap around and fucking mm. plugging the hole and uh, we got shit to do out here. Okay? They don't have time to plug the hole. I don't have time to plug the hole. I, th- I leave the hole unplugged. Well, that seems like user error. Yeah. I think what the the deal is with this type of stuff is, are we going to av- av- avoid ecological collapse with a new product? No. No. Right. Never. Are you going to make a dent in anything with this product? No. <laughs> no. But can one person <laughs> waste two fewer cups by yeah. having this cup? That's great. But yeah. Just bring it. I mean. Sure. I, I don't know. It's very it's small Also, scale. You're, you're handing this cup. Yeah. Collapsible cup, which is small. It's a small cup. It's a small cup. You're handing this cup to the barista every time you're, and I'm not you're sure done that to get coffee. That's, that's my one hiccup in the plan is, is there going to be a place where they will let you bring your own cup? Do they do that? Do they do that? I don't know. Well, now, certainly it wouldn't be through the drive-thru. Now, that speaks yeah. to... That's another problem with specifically American culture is that we're a drive-thru culture. That's a problem. Cars idling for no good reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, driving everywhere we go. I like, what you do? Go in? I mean, it's that's like, annoying. Oh, I unbuckle. Yeah, sit down. Got to leave my kids in the car. It's um, hot out here. <laughs> windows won't go all the way down. Um, 
But uh, so if I you, mean they will, but you need, really need to push on them yeah. to make them go down. It's not. It's not really. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be in and out, and they'll be fine. They got iPad. They got iPad. I I guess if you went to a local coffee shop, which of course these two people do because they're yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. The the couple in this video that invented this, I mean, it's really sickening. My husband Sven and I have created this new uh, product. Shut and we want- the fuck up! <laughs> I'm ugly. <laughs> We look so beautiful. Can you fill our cup up, please? I'm so tired of attractive people. Can yeah. I be honest? Yeah. I'm really it's sick really, of it. It is really disgusting to to go outside for once for once in a whole week yeah. and go to the store and get your provisions. Yeah. And then to see a smoking hottie there. Awful. Ruins your whole fucking week. I'm just trying to live my I'm never life, going okay? outside again. I'll have I'll have everything delivered to me. Is that what you want? And then when the Amazon Prime grocer gets there, she's hot too. God Can't damn escape it. these fucking people, you know. Yep, tying the noose. Just looking around, everybody's hot, and then you see me on the street, and I'm hot, and then you're like, "What's up, Mike?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Like the invasion of body snatchers that you've never seen." The fucking reference. I get it lost though. I saw reference completely lost. I saw it. the Simon Pegg version of it. That I saw good. the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror that was referencing it. I've not seen that. I know that. Who knew the coffee cup that fits in your pocket? I don't see it going anywhere, but I'm in the minority here. 209,000 of the $3,000 goal. This thing's taking the world by storm. Don't uh, be surprised if you see the who knew on a end cap near you. I would use this product. You would use the product around the house. Yeah. I would not take it to a place and hand it to someone and say, can you spit some of the bean diarrhea? Why don't you just use a regular cup then, you fucking dunce? Because I guess the point is, is that you're walking around or you're on your bicycle and you're like going to yoga and you're looking hot. All things that you're not, except the hot thing, all things that you're you're not doing. Okay. Hey everyone, I have a normal BMI and I'll be here at the local coffee shop. (laughs) (laughs) After this, I have to walk to my job as a creative (laughs) director, whatever the fuck, shut the fuck up. I'm on my my laptop at the coffee shop, sitting out of my reusable cup and I've got my... Uh, linen shirt on and oh and i walked my dog here and he's behaving yeah he's good shut the fuck up nasty nobody wants to hear that we're all at home with our miserable perfect, animals screaming at each other okay people with perfect lives is fucking nasty. so sick of it come roll down here in the mud with the rest of us and see how you like it that's how we feel being exposed to your nice cups coffee cup <laughs> they're I'd, from london they look so hot they look incredibly hot. This sucks. If you guys are not, maybe we'll maybe for the Instagram picture, I will post. Forget the just cup. A, just a picture of. Just a picture of these two, these two beautiful people figuring out a product, like in the lab with their forceps yeah. and shit, figuring out this product and going, "Oh, I, by Joe, I think we've got it." Like drinking their nice coffee. Probably coffee probably tastes delicious. I wouldn't mind seeing these two have sex with each other on film <laughs> for money. Okay, that's too far. Even though we're all thinking it. <laughs> Right. Who knew? That's our endorsement. Who knew? Uh, next one I got is Crib Safe. Um, crib Safe. This is one. Now I, there's no video on. There's no slick video on this. There's no. There's no product <laughs> shots. Um, wow. And you can't really zoom in on the picture of the guy. Although I guess he. You know what? I was. You know what I was going to say. I'll be honest with you. I was going to say this product is the classic product designed by an ugly guy. But I zoomed in on the guy, and he's handsome too. Oh my god! So it's just like you can't win. Um, this is the crib safe. It's an electromagnetic frequency protective tent for baby cribs. Lets baby sleep and develop without the harmful effects of EMFs. Uh, we live in a soup. I'm on the guy's Instagram. He's hot. Great. Great. Ridiculous. 
please tell me he has no ass. He's got a dumper on him. Oh god damn it. Jeff. <laughs> no. He's on the he's on the beach. <laughs> Showing it all off. This guy says we live in a soup of electromagnetic frequencies. That's and, true. And I'm here to tell you I don't want to live in any kind of soup. It's too hot. I hate soup. Pathetic. Pathetic. It's too wet. Too wet. You can't chew much of it. Um, can't get any in your hand at all. What am I doing here? Yeah. Awful. Look like a fool. Resulting from massive technological growth and usage of wireless devices. The increased concentration of EMFs in our environment are causing a major disruption to our health. There exists an overwhelming amount of scientific evidence that EMF from wireless technologies... (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) You're boring me. Just look at his hot pick. (laughs) Okay, I'm back, baby. (laughs) Basically, this guy says that all your your routers, your your Bluetooth, your cell phones, your radios, your your satellites... Your your iPods, your your e-readers, your... what else? Blood testing devices. Your uh, beard straighteners. Beard straighteners. Your uh, hell. Your microphones, computers, recorders, headphones. Jeff, we got some of those right here. <laughs> All these things are bombarding you with cosmic radiation, and unlike the classic Hulk, you don't get any special kind of powers from it. You just kind of get. I guess this guy just thinks you get sick from it, which is kind of sort of what's this, this sickly guy's Hulk. Comic books for this guy must be. <laughs> The comic books of this guy are not good. Oh, my uncle died. Preposterous. My, my uncle died. Uh, Robert killed my uncle, and now I am sad about it. Yeah. That's not great. I kind of, I kind of hurt under my ribs. I'm a rich, that's I'm a really rich guy, and my parents were killed outside of the opera. And what I've done is channel my energy into just basically continuing their legacy and building the company yeah. and hiring a lot more people, creating jobs. Mm-hmm. Great. Pretty good. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you know? This guy wants to put a, a thing over the baby crib. A mosquito net, basically. A mosquito net, basically, is what it looks like. Uh, it says it's made of 99.99%. Oh. Couldn't get 100. Could, could, couldn't get that last point. Just too much for oh, you. 0.01% oh. of EMF. I'm that I'm that 0.01% of EMF going through. Woohoo! <laughs> hey, where are all my friends? <laughs> Uh, it's a cotton fabric somehow uh, that fully encapsulates the baby crib and provides the e- the baby an EMF-free environment. Okay, uh, it's designed uh, with the principle of reflection in mind. It contains Swiss Naturel, a patented arrangement of wire mesh interwoven tiny silver-coated copper threads that are sealed to the touch and to the element. High-quality, translucent, lightweight, breathable, semi-transparent cotton fabric with all textile characteristics. Um, Robert C. Kane, PhD and former Motorola senior research scientist says the reason there's no consensus about how EMFs disrupt human cells is that science, quote unquote, uh, it's always good when the PhD guy says science in quotes, is still scratching its head about how our cells use low level EMFs to communicate with each other. Also in overpowered the dangers of electromagnetic radiation and what you can do about it. Dr. Martin Blank explains EMFs have been shown to cause DNA damage over and over at levels of EMF exposure equivalent to those resulting from typical cell phone use. Uh, and finally, what EMFs do in our bodies is that they work on some channels in the plasma membranes of our cells called voltage-gated calcium channels. What they do is open up those channels, calcium flows into the cell, and is the excess calcium in the cell that leads to all the biological effects that are produced by EMFs. As 5G rolls out, the harmful effects of EMFs are going to be amplified to a point that's presently unmeasurable. It's time to take action and protect ourselves and our babies. So, uh, that's why you put this big weird net on the crib there. 
<clears throat> okay, I'm with you. Yeah. So it shields from GSM 900 megahertz to Bluetooth. Uh, and it shields all of these uh, frequencies. That's really good. I don't want my kid to. You don't want him exposed to frequencies. Yeah. This is one of those things that I will I will not even say is outright hokum because for all I know. Because <laughs> you don't know the science on it. Jay. I don't know the science on it. I feel like there probably yeah. is radiation coming out of my computer screen into my eyes. I feel sometimes <laughs> when I'm cooking something in the microwave and I have my fat face pressed against the microwave door. Right. And I'm trying to see and you can't really see because really it has see. the it's film like, can, stuff can I, on it. Uh, Quora, can I scrape off the inside of the microwave door so I can see what's going on in there? <laughs> so I was, I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, damn, I should, what if there's like fucking microwaves that they don't even know about yet that's going into my uh, right. head, Yeah, frying my fucking, uh, br- ding, my food's done. So <laughs> just don't have time to think about on it. On to the next thing. Yeah. I'm eating some, uh, oh, this is nice. teriyaki seitan right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have time for this. <laughs> I don't know about it. I feel like... Here's what I think. I think I wouldn't like to live under a cell phone antenna, but I also yeah. think it's okay to use a phone. That's that's where I'm coming down on the science of this. Now, is that backed up by anything other than I've been using a phone for a while and I'm not like a, a pile of uh, liquid goo DNA on the floor? Uh, no, I don't, I don't have anything else on this. I think that scientists probably got it figured out. They got it under control, and I don't need to mess with my whole situation. They normally do all throughout history, yeah. sort of have a handle on everything, well before yeah. there's any trouble. Yeah. I would just say, I, I, I guess I wouldn't tell another... There are some things you can tell parents, like, get your kids vaccinated, you fucking idiot. <clears throat> I guess I wouldn't... You want, yeah. Yeah, if you don't have, like, an objection to it. <laughs> but I, I guess I wouldn't tell a parent, don't put a net on your kid's crib, uh, because you realize that when they get out of the crib, they're just walking around in your Wi-Fi anyways, right? Like, what are you trying to, what are you actually yeah. accomplishing? I guess yeah. I wouldn't say that to a parent because if they think it's helping, then I guess that's, it's not, the, the net's not hurting anyone. But the reality is, is that yeah, they are walking around in your Wi-Fi and they're getting blasted by the TV and shit as soon as they wake up. So, uh, I'm not, I don't really know. I don't know what that is going to accomplish, but. Nothing. If there even is such a thing as reflecting electromagnetic waves with cloth, is is that even? It seems like you'd have to build like a big copper but it has dome. Silver on, there's silver on it though. So I mean, uh, yeah, sure. There's silver. I guess we soak this shit in silver and copper and uh, it sucks. Whatever. It sucks not. This is the, the the true thing about being a person who is skeptical is that you not even Neil deGrasse Tyson knows all of the different scams and lies even a guy like that doesn't know all of the different ways that things are scams and sometimes you just have to go you know what i think that's a scam and if someone says oh yeah prove it you just gotta go i don't know i I don't really want to i I don't know i'm sorry i I can't talk to you right now slipping out of their grip yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) i know you have this like pre-printed out paper that says dr so-and-so from the whatever association says that it can be harmful to breathe in a laundry detergent but i just i have to clean my clothes and i have to go that stuff smells good and it smells fine so i don't i don't know what it is i can't argue with this i can't do a facebook post with you right now explaining all this (laughs) i don't know but many people can and have and (laughs) will continue to do all day long so, I don't know. Crib safe, $1 of $9,500, one backer, 59 days, 
to go. Uh, hell, I don't know. Maybe it's great. Um, while you think about whether it's great or not, let's take a break. We'll be back with more YKS in a second. All right. Well, Mike, here we are. We're here to advertise another great product. Um, thanks to thank you to our corporate overlords for. Uh, I don't know, whatever the crap that would have been, if you ever said Thanks that. Thanks for sending over some uh, habanero condoms or whatever. Why can't Flavored we get condoms. This is what I don't understand. I guess because it would burn, huh? Okay, fair. Going in. And... Here's what I don't understand. We yeah. we eat chips all the time. We have, it... we have disposable panties. Why, <laughs> why don't we make disposable condoms that are flavored? No, I just, I don't understand why we can't get, and our, our wonderful listeners send us snacks from time to time, and I love doing that. What I understand is why can't we get sponsored by a snack company? Yeah, that'd be cool, huh? Why aren't the traditional consumer brands sponsoring? Po- you you have all this stuff on podcasts. You have, there's no need to even say the specific ones in case they want to give me money to say it later. But let's just say, hypothetically speaking, a lamp company. Mm. You have all these lamp companies advertising on podcasts. Yeah. And I'm sitting over here going, what happened to our friends at Ford Motor Company? Yeah. What about... Uh, Did we forget about them? What CEO's about, crying. <laughs> what about uh, Gwaltney bacon, that the sort of cheap bacon you can get at the store that's not great, but it's yeah. better than the really low-end bacon? What about Bar S hot dogs that you get at yes. Walmart? Why don't like they sponsor a podcast? $1.29. I don't understand why they don't do it. Um, either. Meanwhile. So we got to do our own kind of sponsorship, make our own kind of fucking money. And we're that's making where, our own way in this world. That's where the shop comes in, Jay. That's where our shop comes Shop.yourkickstartersucks.com, or I think, is it yourkickstartersucks.com? It's one of these addresses that they have out of here now. Maybe one of the crucial things you ought to know. Shop.yourkickstartersucks.com. Go that's to, where go you go. Get some, get some uh, shirts or what have you. Get some know. swag. Get, don't get one shirt. Don't just say, oh, I only want to buy one shirt. Hey, Get cheap ass. four or five shirts. You're going to need shirts. That's what's so funny to me. When an order comes in for one shirt, it's like, okay, I guess the rest of the week you're just going naked. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> really, dude? Really? Okay. You know we have a mug on there too, right? Yeah. So you're just, let me get this straight. You're not drinking or what? What are you doing? You're just going with your hand? hand yeah. Come on. Doing hand, doing hand look. You're doing hand bring, look bring at me? Up. Come on. Doing hand look at me? Please, dude. And we have a bag. Okay. There's a bag and it's a nice bag and I love it. Basically got everything figured out for you. The big three. So Bag, cup, shirt. Bag, cup, shirt. What else do you need? Shop.yourkickstartersucks.com. What else do you need? Tell us. We'll put it up there. Actually, do tell us if you need some more stuff and yeah. we'll put it on there. What? Okay. Lamp. Well, we can't make a lamp. I don't understand why. No one else is helping us make a lamp. <laughs> we just need to make the lamp and put it on there and say, this is the Jesse and Mike lamp. Uh, all right, so Jesse Mike Lamp coming soon to the shop. Coming shop, soon. Shop dot ear kicks, whatever it is. Get your fucking credit cards out. Okay, more YKS. Calm down. We've got more of the good stuff here for you. Here comes when the. When is that going to show up? Where's the Everybody's. spoon? Here's the, the spoon. Airplane. Ooh, here, here comes, comes more open wide. Here comes, here comes more, more YKS. YKS for you. And then you open your mouth, and what do you hear but this? The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. What is that from? I I don't remember anymore. I don't know. It just seems like something cool to say. <laughs> it's kind of neat. I don't know. That's neat. It's something to think about. <laughs> that is from. Oh, 
Nah, we don't have to mention who that's from. Uh, that's from. Okay, good. Kevin Spacey. Is Fl- it really? Flush Brush. No. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that was him. I think that, but this is from The Usual Suspect. Oh, crap. <laughs> Forgot. I've not seen the movie. Um, <clears throat> Flush Brush, an evolution in toilet cleaning. Flush Brush, where evolution meets revolution. And we wage war on the revolting bacteria-covered traditional uh, toilet brush there in are, 2020. Now, there are a few things on Kickstarter now. We, we, we say this all the time. There are a few things that some people are evidently extremely obsessed with. One of them... Toilet cleanliness. Is, yeah. ...is cleaning the toilet. And I just want to know, what is your toilet cleaning ritual? Do you have a hard time cleaning the toilet? Do you think about it a lot? Um, I think about it... The normal amount, I would say. Right. You know, if you see like a uh, hair on the seat, you Knock give it, it the wipe down and I guess, you know, wipe the outside of the fucking, I'm not going to tell you how to wipe a toilet down. But, but what is your, what's your product? Do you have the stuff that you put in the bowl that makes it blue? Do you have the, the little stamp on the side? Do you have a, a, a brush and a scrub? Do you have a plunger? I got some, let me tell you, let me tell you what my setup That's is. what I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I got a, uh, uh, I got some cleaning supplies, right? I got some Lysol all-purpose lemon breeze cleaner, very nice spray bottle. Okay, hit that with some paper towels. Hit that with the uh, for the outside. Right. I got some Kaboom. Uh, okay, that's pretty for good. the inside and in, in the bowl. When it's green, it's clean. Yeah, perfect. So I'll hit it with that, and then uh, I might hit it with some just some uh, method or some. But you've got a, do you have a normal brush in there? Uh, I have the simple human or the the, the brush. You got yeah. the nice brush in there. And so, I mean, sometimes you got to clean the brush. Sometimes you got to clean the brush. Sometimes you got to bring clean the plunger, get all the poop off. I was reading something on Reddit today, life. which I always say never to do. But sometimes you're in the bed and you don't want to turn your brain on yet, so you're reading Reddit posts. Uh, help! I'm a I'm a man, and I. I can't think of one of their problems. Help, I'm on Reddit. I don't know. Whatever yeah. whatever their problem is they're having, yeah. and you got to read through all the things. Uh, I was reading today one that was like, uh, what is one thing about Europe that's not as good as America? And, um, you know, I got in there and I said, America, fuck yeah. Yeah, your top thing. comment. On that, so yeah. lick my butt and suck on my balls. Yeah, I did the whole the whole Team America stuff. I Everybody's all, eating it up in there and like, laughing. <laughs> Yeah. They were just saying who, 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 who. They were just saying who, who, who. Yeah. And I, uh, by the way, if you want to read the post, my uh, my username on Reddit is... Uh... Bud Light presents <laughs> Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. In the Car Nose Picker. Mr. In the Car Nose Picker. For you, the daily commute isn't simply a drive to the office. Pretty good. It's a hands-on exploration. Anyway, you get it. Um, you remember that when they changed that to real American heroes after 9-11? That is maybe the funniest did thing they to really? ever happen. No. Or maybe they changed it after that to real men of genius so that they wouldn't get confused oh, with the 9-11. Was that, wow. What was that? Bud Light, real men of genius. I didn't know that. I knew of course. Bud Light's Real Men of Genius campaign, which set a new standard for funny radio ads, is being resurrected for the social media age. Oh, wait, that's nothing. I'm saying, sorry. Hey, well, maybe it should be resurrected for all these hipsters. Maybe it should be real, real the, hipsters. The, cam- the campaign began in 1998 under the title "Real American Heroes." Oh, 
Wow. <clears throat> uh, let me see where it, when it changed. Here we go. Um, blah, blah, blah. The humorous. Blah, 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 blah. Together they made an appearance on the television show. What show? I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know in Spider-Man. Redaction and rename. In mid-2001, uh-huh. Anheuser-Busch ordered another 17 real American hero ads to be made. These ads were pulled from circulation after the 9-11 attacks. Wow. As mocking American heroism, them seemed questionable. The campaign relaunched in 2002 with the title and their exchange from real American heroes to real men of genius. So 9-11, they were like, oh, don't make fun of the first responders. Wow. That you're doing for some reason. Yeah. That's crazy. I did not know that. <laughs> That's funny, man. Um, Changing your whole shit up. I can't remember if I said it on here or not, but my kids... Uh, my kids' program included the uh, Lee Greenwood song. Did I say that on here? Oh no, you didn't. That's funny. My kids' program, my kids' uh, program, "Salute to the Grand Ole Opry and Country Music" or whatever, had uh, had a the, the Lee Greenwood song. Uh, yeah. God bless the USA. Cool. And uh, and I just and I told her I didn't like it. She overheard me say I didn't like the song. Who your kid? Yeah. <clears throat> and yeah. and she was like, "Why don't you like the song?" I was like, I'll, I'll, "I'm not going to get into I'll it." I'll tell you, you when you're older. You know? <laughs> but uh, that's just so. Uh, that's just a crazy thing to think about. My wife and I talk about it sometimes. The Dixie Chicks. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um. Fucking weird. Weird. Bad time. I mean, they've all been weird and bad since. Um, I think if you're changing your uh, <clears throat> radio campaign from real uh, American heroes to real men of genius, I think that. Is when you say the terrorists have won. We're changing our shit because of. Oh yeah, sure. They won. Which I would want them to lose, right? You would want the terrorists to lose. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I mean, I thought I thought it was that, but it's very funny. They yeah. they took out like one of our planes and two of our buildings, and uh, we changed like the song for oh. the beer. Oh, yeah, well, they changed Spider Man too. <laughs> oh yeah, they did. <laughs> Ah, oh, that's so funny. Um, so anyways, some people they were also saying, changed a, a 9-11 ice cream that they were going to come out with. Oh, yeah. They had to change it. Now to, it's to Burberry. Burberry, yeah. Um, people were saying that in some places in Europe, there's an old style of toilet that has like a little platform where your turd can fall onto. And it just sits there. It's a little turd shelf. Oh. Have you ever heard of that? No. I got a picture of one right here. Look at this. Let me the, Google it. Turd the, shelf redirects me to jessieferrar.com. Don't say that shit. Look at that. Oh my God. What is that? The idea is that your poopy goes on there and then you can look and at what? it. what? You can look at it and make sure it's not all bloodied up. I don't want to see it. Get well, it out of here. But it's... Po- and it's calling a guy to it come stinks. get it. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks really bad. Yeah. Because um, there's no... It doesn't... There's no... Uh, it doesn't go in the water. What do you, you know? got to do? Put your finger in there and... F- push it off the ledge or what do you got to do i think if you flush it does kind okay. of like usher it away i would think that's when the smell comes in because when it moves a turd on its own a warm turd how much does that smell probably not bad right i don't know you've been eating a lot of meat lately i think yours are probably uh I but think like a you're turd, probably in the zone a turd in water and a bunch of turd water that's gonna smell real bad you think the turd water stinks? i think the tur- i think the water activates the turd and makes it more stinky. Oh, I, I don't know about that. That's, I mean, I'm not a scientist, but... Uh, uh, no, you are not. That's a gut feeling that I have. And I've had it for years and years. 
great. And I'm set in my ways, JF. Why don't you do a study? Why don't you commission a study? Honestly, I'm serious. Why don't you commission a study I'm just about which do, turds stink? I'm just going to do experiments in my house. Okay. Flush brush. That's good, too. Where evolution meets uh, what have you. So what, it, what is It's a thing that clips on the inside of your tur- turlet there. It's got a little... Uh, Mm-hmm. Got a little holder, and what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to leave the head of the toilet brush in the little container holder sitting inside of your toilet. So, and then you clip the little stick on okay. onto the little pad that's hanging out inside of your toilet, and then you clean your toilet, put the head back on the fucking thing, and then every flush washes the thing, because it's inside the toilet. That That kind of... That almost makes sense, right? But so it's like a 2000 flushes blue thing that's hanging on the side of the lip of the toilet there. But, right. But what I thought it was, was I was like, damn, this is actually good because you could like pop that top thing off and like wash it. But then I was like, yeah, that's gross. Nobody wants to do that. Toilet brushes are just disgusting all around. Nobody wants to fuck with that. I don't want to touch turds. Okay. Man, I feel. You don't wait. Hang on. Wait. What? You don't want to touch turds? I don't want to touch a bunch of turds. I don't want poop on my hand. I don't want. To... My thing is this. I, I really don't like this. I think one of the things. I think it's toilet brushes. Are one of those things that I do not like this, but I think that for sanitary reasons, uh, have to be replaced every now and then. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm not happy about it. I'm not saying it's good to uh, to throw away stuff, but it's like it's. Uh, I think about this all the time when it comes to like kitchen prep, like chefs, cooks in a kitchen. They're doing all the prep with the raw ingredients. They're doing it hundreds of times a day. They're doing uh, stuff that the cross contamination is a huge deal in kitchens. Big liability problem. A lot of people coming in and out of these places. People want to eat JF. They don't want to get sick. People want their. They want to get sick. They'll go to goddamn Wuhan or what have you. Goddamn virus. Uh, or, or pretty much anywhere, I think, now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but think about it. All those gloves. They touch a piece of chicken, and then they want to go fry up a piece of bread. Yeah. They have to take the glove off and dump it. And it's like, that's not good. Yeah. You can't do anything with those gloves. And they go in the garbage. That doesn't make me feel good. But salmonella is also very bad. Yeah. So it's a toss-up, which is... But it's just like, this is just what's... It's like is, doctors and doctor's offices, gloves all the time, you know? Yeah. Washing their hands. How like, many of these fucking things are you going through, my man? Not even worth it. You know, you some should, little you, kid. <laughs> some little kid who has cancer. It's like... You should be able to choose to go to a doctor's office where they do not practice good hygiene. Yeah. And, if you want, you should be able to go there. And you get a discount because there's let a the, risk. Let the free market suss it out. That's what I'm saying. If it's... Good or not. Because think about how much a doctor is saving on gloves and like putting the little, uh, the dentists have those things, uh, what are they called? They're called like a Glavicon or something where they put all the different tools in there and that bleaches them with sunlight oh, or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And what if that's they That's got to cost. That's like 20 grand, right? Cut out the middleman and just- Pass on the savings. Hold your hands up like this and don't touch anything unless you I'm actually good. have to. Yeah. Or call somebody else to come in and touch stuff. Let somebody else do it. Let, let a member of the family come in and do it. And the dentist yeah. is just there you to observe. Get, you want to get healed so bad. Right. You come in here and do the work. Yeah. Because I'm not paying for gloves. Okay. You want me to put my hands in there? Just so you know, it's not going to be gloves. Just so you know, I'm going to have to spend probably $3 on these gloves. Yeah. 
So I hope you're prepared to, we're going to pass that cost on to you. And you're like, you're calling your insurance company like, Hey, do you guys cover if I get sick at the doctor? And they're like, no, do you cover gloves? Yes, we do. <laughs> we cover the gloves. Of course. Cause they're in it with big gloves. Yeah. Anyway. What, what else? That, huh? One of our classic big, things we do. The big glove rant. The big glove rant. Well, look, they got a lot of gifts on here that you can look at and see how. I think I pretty much get the idea of how to do it. Oh, wow. It actually doesn't. Oh, whoa. Did you say this part? It has a magnet in it in case the head comes off. Yeah, I saw that. You can fish it out of the pooper. Hey, we should all be so lucky if our head comes off. <laughs> yeah, you can fish it out of the thing. I like the one of the gifts where they have peanut butter on the toilet and they're scrubbing it off. That looks disgusting. That's interesting, isn't it? I don't know, man. I don't think, uh, <clears throat> how clean could it be, you know, hanging out in the toilet all day? I guess you got to clean the toilet all the time. That's all the thing. You got to clean your ass too. We're not even getting into that. That's a whole fucking We don't show. have time. Flush wow. brush. $400,000. That is the biggest surprise maybe ever. Of the $38,000 goal. Three days to go. 8000 This is one of those things that should have $1,400. Yeah. Why does it have 400000 That's wild, huh? Are that many people saying, what is my solution to the toilet problem? That's wild. Yeah. <clears throat> I know a lot of times I'll go in the toilet and it's covered in shit. And I'm like, what am I going to do with all this shit? You don't know what to do with this shit. And I'll go on kickstarter.com and find <laughs> something to do. Okay. With it. Well, I'm glad you found something there. Um... What do we got, Mike? It's the last one of me that I have to do and say, of course. That classic last one of me. <laughs> yeah, right. That is snaz. That is snaz. The last one I got here is the delivery guy took a bite of your food. It smelled good uh, by Ryan. Uh, this is a food delivery bag with a programmable lock the customer sets when they place their order through a delivery app. So this is so stupid. Yeah. What do you see in this Photoshop uh, mock-up here? <laughs> so it's a it's a delivery bag, a, a, hot, a heat safe bag, right? With a, a keypad on the front that was lifted from a looks like a doorbell, a schlage, possibly, possibly a schlage. I think it might be a nest, uh, yeah, nest, like nest that. in Yale. Yeah, it might be a Yale giant. It looks like a Yale giant. Uh, and I think it is the just the one that they got off of the package of the thing and then just put it on top of Very the, lazy. <laughs> put Very it on lazy. Top of the latch there. I'm raising money to build a prototype of a programmable locking food delivery bag. I have a utility patent filed for the locking mechanism. Project requires software and hardware integration. It hasn't been developed yet. And that's and that's actually not a trivial thing. Uh, yeah, some people know it's actually hard to make computers just do got what you want to do. Basically, the general idea, and then you're going to make a a little more planning should go into it. So the the scourge here is that the delivery guy has taken a bite of your food because it smelled good. Now let's break this down a little bit. Yeah, I think this happened to me a couple of weeks ago. Okay, really? I ordered something. I don't remember what it was, and the bag was like opened when it got to my right place. And you know what I didn't do? I didn't go invent a fucking bag with a keypad on it. You said, I that's said, the cost of doing business. I said, oh, well, I'm being a fucking lazy piece of shit right. and ordering delivery food from fucking a place two yeah. miles away. Yeah. Uh, and that guy is making like, uh, f uh, let's be honest, I didn't tip. Sure. So he's making, it was close. No he's making nothing. It's so close. No <laughs> that guy can have some, uh, you know. He can have a little treat. Ah, uh, as a treat. As a treat. 
Uh, yeah, he can have. Well, what he can get the bag fries. Yeah, does that hurt anybody? But not. That's part of you the know, covenant, I think, of delivery. Take some bag fries if you want. Now, if you open up the pizza box and you take a slice out, we're going to throw hands. We might have a problem. We got a problem. Especially if it's pepperoni suicide like I like. Oh. You get in my pepperoni suicide, oh, you don't have a problem. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Just put something in the drink now. <laughs> um. This All is, right. uh, so this is, this is actually legitimate. This is a crazy thing. Um, we went to go order some food this weekend. Um, Tell them. <laughs> Preach. Speak on it. We went to go order some food this weekend and we started looking. I was like, okay, by the time they get you for tax title delivery uh, fees yeah. and recycling, you know, we're out the door for, for 20 bucks on top of the normal food yeah. cost. Yeah. And I, and I was like, well. If we're going to do that, I'll just like, I'll just go drive somewhere and get us better food than we were going to order. Cause we're gonna, we were going to order some just nasty Chinese food, just not good. Yeah, not like, even good. Not even the good stuff. Um, and it was going to cost a lot of money. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just go, you know, I'll go over here and I'll get us some good. I got some sushi and stuff, mm. you know? Yeah. And like, it's the same amount of money. And I also don't feel bad about taking advantage of, of some person who's just trying to make <laughs> not knowing what the split is. It says they keep 100% of tips, but we all know that yeah, was the line yeah. that they used for a while that was fake or whatever. And I was like, I'll just go get the fucking food. My, I, you know what? I can I can do this. Yeah. Getting myself all pumped up. Uh, Sometimes you do have to fucking do that. <laughs> no, I do. I do for sure. I fucking, I'll fucking i be sitting there and I'll be like, yeah. I got to put my socks on. I'll yeah. be like, fucking put the socks on. Just yes. fucking go. Yes. Once we get out the door, <laughs> once we get out the door, it'll be fine. I know it'll be fine, but yeah. I have like such anxiety about like sure. leaving my apartment. I just don't want to. Yeah. I just don't want to go anywhere. Plus you get there and you got to pull out the old wallet. And yeah. That's the worst part. People are like, is that a whole bunch of stacks of $100 bills in that guy's yes, wallet? Yes, it is. I'm, like, I'm yes. sick of answering questions about it. Stop I do. A, I do a podcast. Yes, yeah, so that was your next question. Do you do the famous podcast? <laughs> your Kickstarter should have been your first question, but right, we'll let it slide because yeah. I'm here getting onion rings. <laughs> um, so th- how would this actually work? Let's think about this. So it's a programmable lock that the customer sets the code of when they place their order through the app. Now, yeah. So look, let's walk through it. Yeah. What you would, uh, I'm assuming he didn't say anything about selling the bag of the technology to Grubhub or no. to any of these delivery Although companies, DoorDash. That's the way you would want to go, probably. Who's owning the bag? Because if the delivery guy is carrying the bag, but he doesn't know the code to the lock, yeah. then that would mean that the restaurant should be in ownership of the bag. But then what does the delivery guy take the bag back to the restaurant? Says, oh, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Why would they take it? But he should have control of the bag. But then he would have to take it to the restaurant and then they would set the... So this is how it really would... The only way it would work. The mm-hmm. delivery guy would, would own the bag. And they're independent contractors. So they're not buying anything on their own and the company's not buying it for them. But okay, let's just pretend they would. <laughs> yeah. He takes the bag to the restaurant with it unlocked because his last customer unlocked it. The restaurant says, okay, I'll put the food in here while you wait. This is already not how the delivery yeah, yeah, process yeah. works at all. But if they did, then they put it in. The restaurant gets the code from the order and does not show the driver. They say, do not come over here and look at this screen. I yeah. have the code. They're right like hiding it with their hand. They're hiding it with their hand like they're at an ATM. Yeah. They're programming the code into the lock. And then they put all the food in and then he takes it and he's like, that fucking French fry smells so fucking yeah, good. He, I'm going to veer he, off he, the road. He leaves the restaurant. Right. A team of four supervised uh 
restaurant managers follow close behind in, in the car in the in two vans. Yes. Tracking him. That's right. Making sure that they don't get anything on the. Uh, for certain high dollar orders, there is a delivery chopper overhead. Yeah. That will keep a beat on them at all times to make sure that your steak burger. It's extremely funny that this Photoshop of this lock a on a front this door bag. lock on a bag. A three hundred and fifty dollar so programmable lock on a seven dollar insulated bag. But the idea is good. Sure, no, it's not good. Yeah, it's really it's, uh, really good. I don't know. They started doing the thing where they uh, they will staple the re- the restaurants will staple or they'll put oh, the okay. sticker thing on the. That's fine. That's whatever. Tear it open if you want. Get some back fries. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not, if I'm ordering, I'm not going to order fries probably. Yeah. So it's going to be more conspicuous if someone like takes takes a bite out of my sandwich. I I feel like if I'm at the point where someone takes a bite of my sandwich and I can't handle my business from there, then I'm just I got to quit the game. <laughs> I just got to quit the game. I think if you're going to take a bite of my food, you have to come inside and hang out with me. That's a fair deal. That's the rule. For as long as I want you to. Yeah. Which probably won't be that long. Probably won't be that long. But I'm lonely. But I want you to go away. <laughs> <laughs> one dollar pledged of thirty thousand dollars, one back or twenty five days to go. What do you get if you back it? Twenty bucks, you get a behind the scenes peek in writing slash photo. You get a digital photo of the product. Almost as good as the real product, but I guess you yeah. want the food, not the bag. So really, what are you even doing on here? Doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? <laughs> <laughs> whole fucking project's fucking stupid nothing yeah. makes fucking sense about it but best of luck yeah candle touch jm now uh, i love candles i love to have a good scent rolling around yep you've inspired me on that front this is the first smart connected real flame candle <clears throat> with a tap on your smartphone you can now magically light up a real scented candle that doesn't sound nice you come home after a long day. I think it does seem good. Yeah. You step through the door. You flip open your phone. Right. You got a flip phone. I do have a flip phone, yeah. But it's it's one of the new ones that flips, has two screens for some reason. That's yeah, good to it's me. It's not an old one. It's a new one. Yeah. It's really good to have this for some reason. <laughs> that shit's fucking crazy. Why the fuck are they making a I don't fucking know. flip phone? I don't know. Nobody gives a fuck about any of this shit, but there's so much R&D going into all these fucking companies. We're, we're old. TCL has a fucking... Yeah, flip phone coming out. The- we are undoubtedly too old, but here's what I would say: is that young people did not grow up with the razor, so they don't care either. Yeah. So it's just for us. We're the ones who would ostensibly care about having yeah. a flip phone with two screens. And the other, the, the kids are like, I don't, I don't even know if I have an iPhone or I don't, I don't care. I'm doing TikTok. It doesn't matter to me. Can I do TikTok? We're just like, oh, I got to spend fifteen hundred dollars on this thing that I will instantly <clears throat> break. It looked like shit. They do. They all look like shit. You saw the, I mean, I know it's not like this anymore, but you saw the first version of it where someone tried to take what they thought was the screen protector off of the Samsung yeah, and it ruined the so phone. Good. Yeah. Maybe want to throw up. Maybe <laughs> want to throw up. It was fucking visceral, the <laughs> feeling I had when I saw that. Candle Touch is the world's first smart connected real flame candle. Now, each candle can burn up to 40 hours and can be relit at any time. Now, uh, how do you think this works, huh? I have no fucking idea. How could it possibly work? It's it's a it's because it, in the past now people are used to the things that are like uh the the just heat from the bottom right mm-hmm. candle warmer is that what you're talking about yeah candle warmer they just heat they heat the thing from the bottom and it melts and then the wax the the wick gets lost you can't possibly use the wick but 
So it's basically not, it's not a candle, right? There's scented wax. It's not a candle? There's scented wax in it, but the flame that comes out of the top is just an ignition mechanism. It's like a, it's like a, that produces the flame. But there's a, there's a, a thing underneath it that holds like the fucking, does it hold the oil? How do you refill it? I forgot. I'm I'm staring at this like... Look, you're not going to control a fucking candle from your fucking phone. Let's just see. Let's see what the video says. Creating fire wasn't always easy. Boy, I love when they start out like I this. I love when they do that shit. It's so Since good. the dawn of time, Since man. Since the dawn of time. <laughs> Come on with this. Rocks, matches, lighters have all done a great job. Now, it's time for elegance and subtlety to play a part in the evolution of candlelight. With endless hours of work put into its patented technology and design, Candle Touch revolutionized the candle user experience by creating a slick and beautiful candle that can be lit from our phone. A screw-on design inside the candle's base makes it easy to replace the wax when needed or when choosing a different fragrance. Had a long day but still want to feel romantic? The whole approach to candle lighting has changed with Candle Touch. Usually those holiday meals can be a bit of a hassle. What? She just lit three candles. Candle Touch with her phone. For making great the things. Fuck. Happen. Help us reach our goal and bring comfort and beauty into your own home with Candle Touch. Whatever genre of music that is, <laughs> do not like it. Is it EDM? <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know. It's, it's so bad. I don't know what it is. It's so funny. <laughs> Skrillex to me. Oh, it's so good. So it has real wax in it, and you're, you burn the wax, but the igniter, the flame... Is IOT. I don't like that at so, all. So I will not be hooking up fire to the internet. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't seem good. Um, so, so the way that this works is that the, the, the mechanism goes through the wax of the, there is like correct, a, correct. There's like, I don't know if it's a, I don't know what the fuck is a wire. I mean, maybe that's oversimplifying it, but it's something that can transmit that electrical signal. For instance, I have a USB chargeable lighter that I actually think is good. Yeah. It's like a, I don't know, arc lighter. Is that what it's called? It's like, it just creates a spark mm -hmm. and then that spark can light a wick. I, I like that. Use it for your fucking doobies or what do you use it for? I do use it for blowing big clouds of ganj. Uh, yeah. is the main thing I use it for. Let's see. Uh, just the other day I was lighting up a big spliff of purple haze and yeah. I was yeah. in the couch for probably, golly, probably got six, that, seven hours. Got that gorilla glue. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty stinky and a sticky. Yankee, probably. It there. was. Yes. And I had a good time remembering the, when I was a baby and I went there in my mind <laughs> mentally. Yeah. So pretty good so you buy these uh, wax refills that's how they get you I that's think. how they get you folks so the uh the igniter and the wax come in a little refill and you just screw it on mm -hmm. it's controlled by your phone like you said i'm not i'm not hooking up fire to my phone i yeah. don't need to 
I uh, it seems I like a step too. Folks, <laughs> it seems like a step too far. It also seems like it's going to be very expensive to keep up with this. Now, candles yeah. are pretty. You can attest to this. They can be pricey. Pretty expensive, folks. I mean, if you get a big, a big, like if you get a big candle, what would you expect to drop on that? A big candle, seventy-five bucks. That's I saw a, huge. I saw a lady post about something she got. There's some like viral thread where she got sent a bunch of stuff from this company, and one thing yeah, was sent S E N T. What? Oh, sent S C E. Yeah, I got it. But one of the things that she. <laughs> accidentally got was this huge fucking candle oh i saw this and i was like damn i want that candle so bad it's humongous and it was like 75 80 bucks retail it was a monster candle monster candle um i would think like grocery store size candle you might get soaked for 30 or 40 bucks if it's not on sale yeah i was gonna say 15 20 for one of those yankee boys oh yeah 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 for yes absolutely yankee candle yeah you got it for 20 bucks um get a coupon maybe uh, the Candle Touch Basic is one reusable base plus one scented candle at a special price. They say that's going to retail for $79, but on Kickstarter you can get it for $49. And this is what I would... This is not a votive candle. This is not a tea candle. This is what I would describe as a small candle. Yeah. Uh, medium size is one of these big like softball kind of things. Large would be like... This is like the center of a table type candle. Mm. This to me is like a single. This is a bathroom candle. This is a BS regular candle, eighty bucks. And how how much are the refills? Now I don't know that it says. Uh, it says if you, if you want two refill, two reusable bases, and four scented candles, that's one ninety eight at retail. I don't know if we can break out what the actual refills are going to cost based on this. Um. Oh, okay, so get five reusable bases plus ten scented candles at a special price for two ninety nine. They're going to retail for four ninety five. Yeah, but how do you know which of that is the base? Because they don't, don't they don't do any of it separately, so you can't really tell. Yeah, you can't really tell. Wow, two backers have pledged at the ten thousand dollar level <laughs> for a special custom candle touch kit. What could that possibly? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> There's a friend of whoever. Yeah, I mean, are like, I, I, I don't understand. I don't, I don't get that. I gotta get these candles. Gotta get this special candle. Almost like they knew that they needed some money and they needed thirty thousand dollars, so they got twenty grand from yeah. people wanting a special candle. That's so good. And they're over the hump at thirty thousand two sixty three with thirty nine days to go. So. Oh, I guess we have. We're almost at the mark. I guess we hit wow. it. Wow, that's so crazy. That's really interesting. Uh, like to follow the money on some of these guys you know? follow the money that's smart candle touch candle touch uh go get one i'm, I'm, I'm not gonna do that i'm just not gonna do that one yeah me either that's a little bit scary to me all right well that was the six pack mic now jf hmm? we had anchorman we had crib safe we had the delivery guy we had a uh, flush brush candle touch and who knew this is a uh one of the better episodes a lot of people are going to say that episode was it's fine. fine. Just another episode, I think. Passing the time. Yeah. Let's read an email. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna talk to Mike and JF. You're gonna wanna call 802-359-PISS. Send them something at their mailing address. 544 West Main Street, 209 Gallatin. Tennessee, 37066. They got a Gmail. It's the name of the ship. Twitter said your Kickstarter and that's it. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna let them know you exist.
this. Leave a little message for Mike and JF. YKS pod on Instagram for grill pics. All that stuff is true. Uh, that's how you get a hold of us. Um, Mike, this is uh, from Brian. Hey, Brian. We don't ever say hi to them when they write in. Why would we? They can't say it back. So Say it back. Say it back. <laughs> hey, guys. You probably don't remember this, but in the newest app, you were talking about how stores waste perfectly good food and things every single day. And this was true of the Kmart I worked at. But also, when they were throwing out old display furniture, they would use their box cutters to rip hole after hole in the couches and everything just to make sure no one came and picked up a perfectly good living room piece. Just thought you might get a kick out of that disgusting level of wastefulness. One time I helped a coworker load a couch into his truck, though. That's good. But we were talking about this specifically with food, but also with non-perishable items. Yeah. So that it becomes very clear uh, pretty much instantly that it's, it is not the fake reason of we don't want to get sued uh, <laughs> because somebody ate a stale donut and got sick. We just don't want to give away free stuff. We don't want people standing out back on Thursday nights when we yeah. get rid of our cardboard yeah. cutouts and take them home and then have something they got from us for free when we should be charging for this, you know, which is crazy. They could if they wanted to. Yeah. There could be a process by which you said all this markdown furniture that we don't have the space for on the floor anymore because it's not generating these big fat profits our fat cats love to see. All we're worried about, yeah. Fucking take it out in the parking lot and have a tent sale once a month yeah. and say all this shit's 10 bucks. Damn, I was going to say take it out in the parking lot and hit it with your car. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. Your eyes lit up when I said take <laughs> it, it really out. did. I was like, <laughs> you were like, take it out in the park. I was like, yes, hit it with the front of the car. Yeah, that could be cool. Anyway. Or you could make some money off of it. I don't know. So, Well, you charge admission for people to come see you wreck into your old uh, furniture with your... <laughs> I 2016 Hyundai Veloster. I fucking love that idea. <laughs> Getting the bleachers. It's Eventually, so the store doesn't even matter anymore. Oh, we just remade. Uh, what's the thing where they uh, uh, crash derby? What is that called? I don't know. Did they get, become billionaires off of it? Yeah, I think I think that it's a billionaire sport. That's what I thought. Uh, and then our friend Oliver writes, "Hey, just had a quick question. Who would win in a fight between La Llorona or Kuchisake Ana?" Please let me know. And I mean, aside from all of us being losers. Wait, no, 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 you're not a loser for wondering what monsters could do battle against other monsters and win. It's a question that men have wondered about since uh, Dracula versus Frankenstein. One of the ultimate battles. Absolutely. What do you think about these two? First of all, have you seen La Llorona? That was a movie. I know it's I've a, not seen it, no. I know it's I know a it's cultural a, thing. I know it's a Mexican, it's from Mexico, right? I believe that is the case. So it's like a... Um, let's read about uh, the differences between these two. We could have read about it before the show when we put the email in the thing. But if we read already read show. about it ahead of time, then we can't take the listeners along with us for the ride. Yeah, and I think that's what people enjoy a lot. La Llorona in Latin American folklore, specifically Mexican, La Llorona, the weeping woman or the crier, is one of the most famous oral legends. The, the lore states a woman was unloved by her husband and her husband loved their two sons instead of her. She caught her husband with another woman and drowned her sons in a river. That's sad. Out of grief and anger, what going on? Yeah, that family, huh? Yeah, really. Maybe, maybe try, maybe try counseling. Count, maybe try Christ. family. Maybe try, try to go to counsel. Out of grief and anger, she then drowned herself. She was refused entry to heaven until she found the souls of her two sons. She cries and wails and takes children and drowns them in the river she and her sons drowned in. The legend represents La Llorona as a person, 
or ghost. Okay, so she came back from heaven and told somebody this, and that's how the fucking legend got started? What the fuck is that supposed to mean? I do think a lot of it you have to put together on your own. Oh, she must have been denied, rejected at heaven because Uh, the Lord, of course, probably said, go find the souls of your two sons. I find sometimes these myths and legends are ways that we pass down truths and beliefs and even uh, morality to the younger generation. That's what I find personally. Yeah. Your results may vary. You probably get your morality from video games. Meanwhile, Kuchisaki Ona. Yeah. Who's that guy, huh? This uh, also known as the slit-mouthed woman, a malevolent figure in Japanese urban legends and folklore, described as the malicious spirit or Oreo of a woman. Ooh. Ooh. Oreo. Oh, sorry. It's Onrio. Don't mind if I do. Still, let's pretend it said Oreo. You yeah. got Oreo different flavors. You got the coffee Oreos. I mean, these things are They do are the crazy. holiday ones, you know. Ooh, double double stuffed. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. She partially covers her face with a mask or other item and carries some sort of sharp object. She has been described as a contemporary yokai. What the hell does that mean? Oh, now I'm down the rabbit hole here. Look at this broad. Oh, my huh? God. Look at that broad. Whoa. Okay, so she's mouth got, all split open. She's got Joker mouth. Yeah, she's got Joker mouth. She just saw the Joker. She came out of the Joker. Oh, wow. Did you guys see the steps when he was dancing on the step? Yeah, we all saw yeah, it. Yeah, we saw it. Pretty good. According to popular legend, she asks potential victims if they think she is attractive. If they respond with no, she will kill them with her weapon. If they say yes, that's what I would have said. That's what I would say, too. She will reveal that the corners of her mouth are slit from ear to ear, and she will then repeat her question. If the individual responds with no, she will kill them with her weapon. And if they say yes, she will court the, cut the corners of their mouth in such a way that resembles her own disfigurement. It's really a lose-lose there, huh? Yeah, damned if you do. Uh, methods that can be used to survive an encounter with Kuchisaki Ona include answering her question by describing her appearance as average or by distracting her with money or hard candies. Mm-hmm. So that one takes a turn. Yeah. A little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, can you defeat La Llorona with hard candies? I'll tell you what I've been getting into lately. Yeah. I've been getting into Werther's Originals lately. You posted about it the other day. And I was like, my man is over the hill. I'm you done. You know what's a great sport is golf. Man, golf I is gotta, good. I got to get out on the links. Have you had a Werther's Original oh, lately? No. Have you ever had one? Do you even know what it is? Or are you just acting a fool right now? Yes, I've had one. Yes, I know what it is. My f- The worst part of a Werther's original is all the uh, juice. What is that? It's clear that I've never had one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's too juicy. I don't like it. <laughs> okay. And it's hot. Do you have yours hot? All right. You warm yours up? Okay. And um, put- let me look up how they defeat La Llorona. Yeah. And the ni- In the film from the 1960s, um uh looks like they burned a dagger and a drawing. They hate that. They don't like that shit. So, what do you think? If you you who you got? <laughs> who you got? Who you got? La Llorona or yeah, or the other one? Well, I saw a picture of the slit-mouthed woman and I got to say banging. Not bad. I haven't seen a picture of the other broad, but Yeah. Gonna go with the uh, the old Japanese lady. Very nice. A very nice and respectful <laughs> choice, my friend. Respectful choice. I will, however, uh, say Godzilla takes them both out. Yeah, that's... Smash! I should have said that. He's tall. He's so tall. Oh, He's no. Big. There goes those two guys. Of, we're in a big pair of jeans. 
Godzilla's big jeans. <laughs> Damn, he looks good. That's the show. That's uh, the show. Any more? Sorry that it wasn't good. You know, I thought it was okay. I thought it was fine too. Any more monster duels? Write in your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. Um, please, can, can we get our followers up? We can get our followers get up. Followers. On, you up. have to have ten thousand Instagram followers if you want to. If you want to do a link or something, if right? you want to do a link, and we have like what four? We have like one guy I think follows us. God damn it! How <laughs> do we get more popular? I don't know. Stuff. It's really hard to do. We'll figure it out. Uh, also, head on over to shop.yourkickstartersucks.com and get a t-shirt. Why not? Yeah, what else are you doing? Sitting around? No, I don't want to shop online. Well, maybe we'll start a pop-up store maybe in we will. New York City. Yeah. Maybe we'll have two of them. One in LA and one in New York. Coast to coast. We're not going to do that. Hell no. It'd be funny, though. Hey, guys. Uh... This is Greg. I love the Van Helsing episode, and I also um, would like to see more of those classic Hollywood movie monsters. That's why I wanted to tip you guys off that in one of the Matrix sequels, I, I don't know which one, because um, I was fucked up, uh, then they got all of them. They got, like, like their ghosts and all kinds of stuff. Um, they, they sort of posit that. Those monsters are, are rogue programs, and thus to people living in the Matrix appear as, as supernatural because they can violate the rules of the Matrix or the, the known world as we experience it. So just um, a hot a hot tip for you guys that if you want some more movie to watch, maybe check out The Matrix. Bye. Godzilla would destroy The Matrix, I think. No contest. <laughs>